having some trouble. You sold it recently. Does that render kind of a verdict on cloud as a whole, this stock in particular, or what? I think it's really, a, like you said, a verdict more on cloud as a whole. You know, last year, there was no price that was too high for investors to pay for these stocks. And sometimes what you see happen is stocks just get priced for perfection. So we own this stock for a while. You know, the PE had gotten really stretched, traded up as much as 100 times earnings. That was kind of a, the first red flag. But we always talk about how we look for stocks that are showing these high volume breakouts. Sometimes we see those, those in reverse, right? And so in ServiceNow's case, when they reported earnings in April, we saw this huge high volume breakdown, which for us was a big red flag, coupled with all the other things and the trends we're seeing in the market. That was enough for uh, to put it on the sell block for us. Okay. And those earnings drop-offs have been pretty easy to find. There's a lot of them in this market right now, so uh, a bit of a red flag. One of the companies that you do like right now, uh, and uh, recently IPO'd Academy Sports and Outdoors ASO, we've seen a lot of stuff connected with outdoors. Stay strong. One of the kind of COVID themes and lifestyle changes that doesn't really show any sign of breaking. What's going on here? Yeah, there's a lot of demand. You know, people want to get out there and do all sorts of activities. There also aren't as many sporting goods stores around as there used to be. Out here on the West Coast, you know, some of them have closed recently. And so, you know, I think Academy has come public at, at just about the right time. They only have about 260 stores right now, uh, mostly in the Southeast, 16 states, I think. But in, in a recent talk, they said that they have ambitious growth plans to open as many as to get to 800 stores over the next five years. So a lot of growth ahead for this name, we think. Okay. And uh, is there any, you know, return to normalcy risk in uh, these lifestyle changes of kind of doing things outdoors or people gotten hooked on fresh air? Yeah, I think the only, the only real risk, and it's just an, uh, a short-term risk, is that the numbers are probably gonna be higher this year than they will next year. So there's been some pull forward, some peak in demand in terms of the earnings numbers. Next year should be a little bit lower than this year, but then we see the growth resuming. And with a stock that's trading at only 10 times earnings, I don't think there's a lot of downside risk. Forward growth estimates are for this company to really start growing at rates above 20%. So you have a cheap stock with high growth, the last, the, the first two quarters that they've reported since coming public, they beat the numbers by triple digits. Um, so they have a lot of tailwinds and they also have a pretty big short interest in this name. So there's a considerable amount of people betting against it. I think about 25% short interest. So those are a lot of ingredients when combined uh, that could lead to a big winner here. Okay. Uh, Goodyear Tire, the third one on your list today, a high volume breakout you identify and an old school stock that has been uh, winning alongside pretty much anything connected with automobiles. Yeah, this this is an old school Cleveland name. I'm actually from Cleveland, but that didn't uh, that's not what got me involved <laughs> in the stock. Like you said, in February, this company had a really, really big breakout when they announced the acquisition with Cooper Tire. So normally you don't see the company that's, that's making the acquisition, acquisition go up as much. So that was a pretty good sign. Goodyear is about the third largest tire company by itself. With the acquisition of Cooper Tire, it'll be even bigger. Bigger. They, they are undergoing a turnaround, as you said. Demand is really going through the roof right now. The CEO has, has commented that, that they are able to manage this current surge in demand. They're not really seeing any shortages in, in rubber yet. Um, they also think that the acquisition should be accretive in the first year. They're generating a lot of cash and paying down debt quickly, so those are all 
good things. Debt levels have kind of hurt this company in the past, so it's good to see that they're going to be slimming down. And in 2016 was the last time that they had peak earnings. Back then, they earned about $4 per share. If they can get anywhere close to that um, during this up cycle, uh, stocks should do quite well.